Welcome to the Digital Brand Builder Podcast, where we bring you the best growth strategies from the world's experts to help build your business fast. And now, here's your host, Mark Fidelman. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Digital Brand Builder Podcast. Joining me today is Elizabeth Pantalone, and we're going to talk about something I haven't even heard of. I don't know how this is possible. We're going to find out how it's possible, but we're going to talk about how to create one year's worth of marketing in five days. This ought to be interesting. Uh, before we dive into that, Elizabeth, will you kind of give everyone your background in a couple hundred words or less? Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And I am a marketer. I have been a marketer for about 20 years. I started building websites when I was 14 and I just seemed to love it so much. So I just kept doing it. And let's see, I started my business when I was 20 and I had just gone through a really horrible divorce and I kind of had to start my life over. So I chose to become an entrepreneur and kind of threw myself into that work. And here we are 13 years later and still going. So it's been really, really fun. And today in my business, I actually teach people, my clients and others how to create a year's worth of content for their marketing in five days. Well, first of all, I, I don't think anyone should go through a divorce at age 20, much less a horrific one. So uh, uh, I'm sorry to hear about that. Uh, secondly, uh, love this topic, as I said previously. And why don't we just jump in by kind of defining what you mean by, you know, one year of marketing in five days? Yes. So a year of marketing, it sounds like a daunting task. And how could that even be a thing that you could do in five days? <laughs> but I've actually broken it down into what I call the five pillars of marketing. And this is essentially what I also call absolute marketing. It's all the five pieces that anybody would need to run their business. And I start with branding. So branding is day one, building an entire website from scratch is day two, creating 365 social media posts is day three, creating 12 months of blog posts is day four, and creating 12 months of email marketing campaigns is day five. Okay. And that's all done. That occupies an entire year. Kind of help me understand just at a high level, then we'll dive into how you do it. But at a high yeah. level, how does that equate to a one year's worth of marketing? So what we would do, let's say, for example, day three is social media. We're going to create 365 individual posts that you can put onto your social media for the entire year, one each day. And this is about giving you this consistency layer. A lot of clients that I have, a lot of people I've met in the, in the industry and you know, in business in general, they don't have consistency because they're too busy. They get bogged down with work. They get overwhelmed. Life happens. Maybe they're, they don't have any work and they're trying to market themselves like crazy. So then they're just floundering as to what do I say and what do I post? And I posted that last week and I can't post it again and, you know, things like that. So we're here to create this one year of marketing together. And, and I tell people, it, this should be your consistency layer. You know, you can always post more. The more you post on social media, the more social media loves you. But if you don't have posts coming out for three, four months because you're too busy or life is happening to you, then it can look like your business is closed. So I like to get my clients on this sure footing that says, Let's create a year's worth of marketing. 
all the social posts, all the blog posts, all, you know, get your website up and running correctly. And let's get this going so that for one year, if you didn't want to touch it, let's say you were so busy, you couldn't even touch it. Your marketing would still be bringing you leads. It would still be getting your name out there and you wouldn't have to do anything for up to one year. Now, obviously I want my clients to do stuff with their marketing because that's how marketing works. <laughs> so what we do in conjunction with that is get them out there with networking and meeting people and telling people, you know, going on podcasts and, you know, things like that. So this marketing that we're doing in this one year or this five days to create this year is really just to give them that consistency layer so that they're not sitting there every single day banging their head against that social media wall <laughs> that's basically saying, what do I post today? What do I post today? So it really eliminates all of that stress and all that anxiety as well. Okay. And, and I see a, a few issues that I, I know other people are thinking. One is if you create it in one week, why would that be relevant six months from now? Um, it's just like evergreen content that you're creating or is it something related to, it can't be related to a, a trending topic, obviously. How, how do you determine is, what type of content to make? It is evergreen content. That is what this underlying layer is supposed to be. A lot of companies, a lot of industries have so much evergreen content that they never put out there because they think, well, everybody knows that. Or, well, that's old news. Well, it's not. To a lot of people who are coming into the industry or people who are looking for someone that has that expertise, they have never heard this information before and they're seeking that out constantly. And so when you post something that you, you might think is old hat that you, oh, yeah, we have learned that, you know, years ago, that's been out forever. Everybody knows that. It's actually not known by everyone. And so it's really giving you that expertise level that says, hey, we know that we're meeting clients of all levels. And we're sharing information with them that can be shared at any time of the year, any time of day. It doesn't matter what's going on. This is going to be the same yesterday, today, and pretty much forever. And so we're really focusing on that for those this underlying layer. And then if something happens that's, you know, I'll say something like a COVID happens or something else. We've had clients who didn't have to change their marketing at all. All they had to do during COVID was add some posts and say, this is what we're doing for COVID. This is how we're, you know, doing new protocols. They were adding to the marketing they were already doing because people still needed to know that they were in business. People still needed to know the education that they were giving to people about their industry and about their business. So all they had to do was add to it. They didn't have to change anything that they were doing because it was already an evergreen thing that was out there and, and setting out for their whole year for 2020. Okay, so if it is evergreen content, that makes a lot more sense to me. But inevitably with evergreen content, doesn't it, it, it takes much longer to produce unless you've got some secret here. And, 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 and let's, so, so let's kind of break it down. How do, you, how do you determine what's evergreen for these companies is the first question. And then secondly, how do you break it down so that you can create that much content in a year? Unless you're saying, hey, you're going to create a year's worth of content, but it's only really one piece per week. Um, so I guess there's three questions here. Elizabeth, yeah. sorry. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah, this is actually very easy. Um, and I, I have like whole courses on this and stuff. But I talk about this all the time. Creating evergreen content is one of the easiest things in the world. And it all has to go back to, I actually talk to the client as a client as their client. Um, I don't do a lot of research on my clients ahead of time. I know a lot of my colleagues, they'll, they'll research their client, their competitors of their client. They'll say, okay, this is where we need to position you, et cetera, et cetera. I actually do no research. And the reason I don't do any research is because I want the client to tell me and explain to me their business from scratch. And if I know a client too well, 
it's going to be harder for me to be able to get that information from them because they'll assume that I already know the answers to the questions. And so when they say to me, okay, well, this is my business. Let's say uh, I'm a photographer. Okay. Well, what kind of photographer <laughs> do you do headshots? Are you corporate? Like you go into this much more in depth than just saying, okay, well, I'm a photographer. You've known me for years. How do I position myself? I'm talking to a client that's saying, you know, I'm selling a spaghetti sauce. How do I position myself? And I'm looking at it from a consumer's perspective going, well, I'm a consumer. I buy spaghetti sauce. What do I want to know as a consumer? Okay, well, I want to make sure the nutrition facts are on the website because that's going to be important to me because I have an allergy. Um, I'm going to want to make sure that, you know, so the, I'm looking at it from a consumer's perspective and I'm asking these questions and they're going, well, everybody already knows what's in spaghetti sauce, tomatoes, sugar, you know, some other, it's just some other things. It's not a big deal. And then I'm saying, well, is it gluten-free? And they're looking at me going, oh, well, would people need to know that? Well, yes, because I'm gluten-free and I need to know that. <laughs> so I'm coming at it from that perspective and they're realizing that there's a lot of content that they can keep pushing out there. You know, you don't just tell somebody one time on social media, hey, our, our spaghetti sauce is gluten-free. You need to tell them once a month. You need to tell them once a quarter at least, you know, that that's there because there's a new person coming in every day. You're getting new likes to your page. New people are following your page. New people are sharing your page. And if that's the case, you might have said our spaghetti sauce is gluten-free on January 1st. And you get a thousand new likes in the first quarter or a hundred new likes even. And now those hundred people or those thousand people, they don't see that post. They're not going to scroll down your feed that far. Are you kidding? So now we need to tell people again, did you know our spaghetti sauce is gluten-free? Okay, that is something that's a piece of evergreen content that needs to be repeated multiple times. And now we've not only created one great piece of content, but we can move it you know, around and place it all over the, all over the calendar. And you spin the, the wording of maybe a little bit or to change yes. it up a little bit? Yeah, you can do that. Okay. We've, we've done where we use the same graphic, where we change the wording. We've used different graphics and use the same wording. So it just depends on that. But, but I feel people are afraid to, to repeat content. But what we don't realize is that there, the algorithms don't show everybody everything and that there's new people coming in all the time. And so that's why I kind of call this thing, you know, I, I do it like social media in a day, but I also call it algorithm-proof social media because it really is algorithm-proof. I don't believe in the algorithm at all. I don't think we should even bother with it. I, I think we should completely ignore it in most cases for most small businesses. And the very reason I talk about that is because it is actually limiting small businesses. They feel like they have to play to the algorithm. They have to bow down to the algorithm every time they make something or create something. And really, we should be using social media for everything that we want to use it for, which is educating our clients and making sure that our clients can find us and connect with us in the right spaces. So if someone says to me, hey, Liz, you know, great spaghetti sauce, you know, whatever, drop it in the comments. I'm going to comment to my friend and say, hey, here's a link or here's their Facebook page. And so are 10 other people. And so for me to be able to do that with a client's, you know, information and get that to the right person in the right setting, that's, that's gold. It just has nothing to do with the algorithm at all. Now that person goes, they like the page, and now they'll see a few of their posts. But really what they're going to do is go on the website, check out the prices, sign up for the email list, and now they're really connected. So algorithms on social media, I throw them out. I tell clients not to worry about them because most cases, they don't even need to pay attention to them. All they need to worry about is how do I connect with my clients and what do they need to know from me? Okay. Um, so it's interesting how you're putting this all together. It makes total sense to me. You're kind of spinning, you're creating, uh, you know, evergreen content, then you're spinning it throughout the year because 
most people, you're right, aren't seeing it all the time. And even if they saw it, I'd say, well, what's wrong with showing, showing it to them again? You know, a lot of times yeah. somebody needs to see something seven, I think now it's like 12 times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just the, the, the amount of content that we're being bombarded with. Uh, so that, that makes a lot of sense. And, and so how do you determine what's enough content for a year? Is that a post a week or five social media posts a week? Or how are you determining that? It depends on the client, um, but typically it's one post a day during the days that their client is most likely to see the posts. So for some clients, their, client, their, their clients are active more on the weekends. So we might do Tuesday through Saturday, or we might do Sunday through Saturday. Um, they might want to post every single day, which is 365 posts. I have other clients that say, you know, our clients are on and they're on social media mostly during the week. Um, you know, sometimes not really at the end of the week, not really at the beginning of the week. So we might post Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and that's it. That's all we do. We post three days in a row and that's all they need. Um, and so sometimes when people will post Monday through Friday because they're more on a, you know, the people are business people and they just, that's when they're on. Um, I've, I've done Monday, Wednesday, Friday before with clients, depending on their, their needs and their clients needs. So sometimes we post in the morning, sometimes we post in the afternoons. It really depends on the person or the demographic that that client is targeting. Now we're doing that, like I said, not with the algorithm or anything. We're just doing that based on if we know that our clients are going to be on at a certain time or that they're likely to be on at a certain time, then we'll kind of post around that. Uh, but the frequency really goes back to what's sustainable for the, my client to handle, how many posts can they really generate, how much content do they really already have that we can utilize. And then, you know, what do their clients need? I mean, we don't want to overwhelm the client, their clients with stuff. You know, they don't want to be overwhelmed with stuff either. And what I, what I also tell clients is, you know, you need to remember that you're probably your own demographic. Most people are. Mm -hmm. we, we find a need in our own communities and we try and fill it. That's, that's typically where we, you know, our businesses come from. And if you think about yourself and your age and your gender and your location and all that stuff, and then you think about your clients of the same, the same thing, and you're looking at it going, oh my gosh, I'm in my own demographic. And typically that's the case. So if that's the case, think about the things you don't like. I don't like to see 10 posts a day from the same person. It annoys me. Yeah. I don't like to you know, see a person never post because then it makes me think they're out of business, you know? And so you just think about those kind of things and think about yourself as a human, a consumer first, and use a little bit of your own gut, uh, your gut feeling to kind of direct and guide that. And I find it works really, really well. That all makes sense. And when you look at creating all this content and deploying it throughout the year, Besides the obvious, which is it, it doesn't look like you're going out of business, have you <laughs> tried to quantify the benefits of doing this as opposed to doing nothing? How do you know it actually works? I mean, intuitively, it makes a ton of sense to me, but how do you know and how do you explain to clients that uh, besides looking like you're going out of business, this is going to give you this kind of return or this kind of branding opportunity? So there is some ROI that, that is to be had with this. However, a lot of it is non-monetary. And it will turn into monetary eventually, but it does take time. You know, um, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day and social media doesn't work in a day. You can build social media in a day, but you can't make it work in a day. Um, so I typically tell clients that it takes about three to six months for all of this to start to actually 
percolate and actually show results. But it's not going to show results in a direct manner where you're going to say, oh, I definitely got a client because of that Facebook post. You know, it's those kinds of things don't happen like they used to. Um, like you said, we're being overloaded with information 24-7. So it does take longer for us to recognize a brand and actually say, oh, I do need this. I do understand what they're doing. Um, and inconsistency on the, you know, the, the business's part is really, really important, which is why I do this the system. Um, but the benefits that actually come out of it immediately are not just, they're not for the client. They're actually for the business owner. And that is a huge, huge thing. Most business owners, and there's been studies on this, um, I don't know the one offhand to cite it, but the, the last study I looked at, which was done, I think, two years ago, um, they cited that small business owners spend 20 hours a week on their marketing. That's half of your work week. And then if we work 60-hour weeks, that's why we're working 60-hour weeks because we're marketing ourselves. We have to. It's, it's part of the business, part of life. And so what I try to do is say, instead of you spending five of those hours or 10 of those hours on social media beating your head against the wall going, what am I going to post today? Or lying in bed at night thinking, crap. I forgot to post on social media today or I didn't upload that video or, you know, all those things that run through a, a business owner's head, it, it just gets so exhausting and it causes decision fatigue. Um, it causes us to be irritable. I, I know because it's happened to me multiple times in my career. Um, and it just gives us this sense of anxiety that we didn't do something that's necessary for our business to run and to thrive. And so what I want to do is take that off of your plate for an entire year. If you thought to yourself, I don't have to post on social media if I don't want to, meaning it's already running for you, it's already posting for you. Well, you have current events on there? Probably not, which wouldn't necessarily be great, but at least, you, like you said, it's better than zero. It's better than nothing at all. And so if that gives you a sense of peace, then you are a more calm business owner. You can make better business decisions, better money decisions, better hiring decisions. This kind of permeates throughout a person's life and their business farther than just saying, hey, I'll do your, so we'll, you know, we'll do your social media in, in a day for a year. You know, this is the starting point. This is like the surface of that iceberg. But there, this goes so much deeper than that. And from that, it makes you more successful because you are calmer. You are making better decisions. You are taking on clients that matter instead of all the clients that just want to take up your time and, you know, suck the life out of you, which happens. <laughs> so oh, this God. goes much deeper than that. And so that's really what I'm trying to do is help people to relax and actually enjoy their businesses while their marketing is working for them and while they can actually post on top of it. If something exciting happens, you're more motivated to post about it. You're more creative because your brain is not bogged down by, oh my gosh, I got to post 10 times this week. So that's why I really do this. Got it. Okay. You know, from my perspective, I like that something's being done and it's set it and forget it. Uh, if you're even capable of doing that, there are, there are platforms that allow you to do that. But I think most importantly is if you nail kind of the, uh, evergreen content that we talked about previously, and it really resonates with people, really solves their problem, then that in itself, I think, uh, will be extremely valuable to your clients and attracting new clients because there's so much, you know, garbage that's put out there just to entertain or yes. has nothing to do with anything that you, you know, the company believes in or their why. Mm -hmm. then uh, yeah, I just think it muddies everything up and it causes us all like, this is too much. I'm going to tune out. But if you can cut through that and you speak to somebody there that has that problem, 
or if it's more of a B2C play that is looking for something like uh, what you're offering, then you're going to add to, I, I look at marketing not as a, a knowing thing unless it's using correctly. I, I'm, yes. It's really a facilitating vehicle uh, as long as it's honest and true. So if you're able to create that kind of evergreen content, you're going to go a long way. And then planning it out for a year where you're changing it up a little bit, I, I think that's a good idea. And I, and I like what you're doing. So how, how do people, as we wrap things up, how do people get a hold of you? Well, I have a website. It's called getabsolutemarketing.com. And I actually have a free toolkit on there. It's all the tools I use to create websites in a day and do the social media in a day. All the stuff I use as a pro, it's all listed there in my toolkit. Getabsolutemarketing.com. We do have two final questions that we ask everybody before uh, we end. And the first one is, what is the hottest digital marketing technology that you recommend today? It's definitely LinkedIn right now. LinkedIn is, LinkedIn. is on fire, and I love it. Why? Um, Doesn't it seem noisy it, to you? It seems noisy to me. It can Not be. Not the content. Not the content. Yeah. It's all the people in the DMs. Yes, I mean, it I can get, be. And I get 20 a day. It's, it's insane. <laughs> Um, I actually use it to more reconnect with people that I've met networking since we're not networking as much these days in person. Yeah. Um, I'm going back through all the people that I connected with previously and starting to connect with connect back with them and say, remember when we went to these meetings at this thing? Because most of the time when you see someone's face, you go, I think I met them at such and such or, you know, whatever. And so I usually go back yeah. and reconnect and that's been really helpful. And also the live video thing that that has been very helpful as well. Um, my husband and I do a weekly live video and we post it to you know all the different social medias, but definitely LinkedIn is, is one of the more prosper, prof, profitable ones. For so did they, did they give you a live? Um, that, live? On, on mine, I'm still waiting on that, but I post the videos yeah, on there from our live. Yeah. I mean, I've done courses with them. Uh, you know, I, I got a number of followers. I think it's 27,000, uh, uh, not even followers, like friends or I don't even mm -hmm. know what you call them, connections. Yeah. And they won't give it to me. And I'm like, oh I, you know what you mean? I've done 400 videos, whatever. I, you know, I've, I've heard I that you have to apply often. three times before it will go through. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. I have actually heard twice. that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They want desperate, desperate people. That's to right. Apply. You got to really want like, it. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, then the second uh, question is, who's the most influential person in marketing today? Hmm. I'm going to say something a little controversial. One, Good. it's not Gary V. <laughs> okay. I actually, think, I actually think that I am one of the more influential people. Yes. I'm not as uh, well known as a Gary V. I'm not as well known yeah. as Gary V. I don't have the platform that he does, but every single time that I go on a podcast or I do a media appearance, someone crops up and they start copying me. Not in, not in media, but like on their own website. They're starting to do in-a-day sessions. You're starting to see those pop up more. So I just blaze yeah. the trails. That's, that's all I know. <laughs> well, we're renaming this podcast Brand Building in a Day, by the way. So I, I figured. That. I figured it was going to happen. I knew it. Congratulations. <laughs> all right. Well, I'd like to see somebody claim they could do Brand Building in a Day. I'm sure, I'm sure it's possible for something like that. Well, you know, That's day one of our of our uh, mark of our marketing uh, system. So. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay. So, uh, just to wrap things up, I really appreciate 
to you appearing on the show, Elizabeth. I learned a lot. Thank I hope you. everyone listening did. You have her website. I think it's getabsolutemarketing.com. Is that right? Yes, that's it. Yep, and she's got a professional toolkit on her website. Go ahead and download it and uh, reach out to her if you have a need. If you want a year's worth of content and you want to do it pretty quickly, I think everyone should have a content plan. You know, what it is, that's, uh, I think, depends on who you are and what your business is. But you definitely want to check this out. And um, Elizabeth, do you have any other in-a-day type of uh, scenarios? Let us know, okay? I will. Thanks. <laughs>